0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Do We Know Them, episode 67. Where's the sign? <laughs> I'm just looking up. It's I, out I of keep, here, I forgot.
1: Guys, I like. I feel like I'm still getting used to us switching sides and it's good that we didn't just try and like invert my picture because one, the truly would always be backwards and I feel like I have just a lot more writing. But people keep asking if you have new tattoos and I think it's because it's your same tattoos on other arms. Yeah,
0: so I guess now is the time we break it to you that my footage is inverted, so I'm backwards. So no, I don't have new tattoos. They're just backwards and look weird now, but I didn't want to switch sides because I do not like the right side of my face. So I try to pretend it doesn't exist. Okay, Ariana Grande. No, look, oh my God. Yeah, she did that, didn't she? For
1: a while, and there was, there's this one clip of her, like, and she's performing at like the Today Show and the camera guy keeps trying to get that side of her face and she just keeps turning.
0: (laughs) Me, I understand that. Because the right side of my face, it's like, who are you? Like, I have, there was like a whole trend on TikTok where there was like a mirroring thing Thing, and you oh, see I didn't do that. literally the right side of my face it's not A figment of my imagination is all I have to say. Like, it looked like Quasimodo.
1: Well, I mean, I know I've said this in the past that, like, my neck, when it gets out of place, it'll affect my jaw and, like, it pulls on the muscles in my cheeks. So then it'll, like, either make them look, like, super sunken in or it just makes my face look different. Sometimes I'll, like, look in the mirror and I'm like, why does my face look, like, uneven? And it's because, like, some of the muscles are more (laughs) activated than the others and this one's, like, a little droopy.
0: You're like the guy from, uh, Batman. The one that's, like, the... (laughs)
1: <laughs> interesting reference from you.
0: I saw that movie once. Anyway, so today's episode is, well, we do have two main topics. And then I guess we should just cover our little mini topic since we just randomly, super organically actually, mentioned Ariana Grande.
1: I don't know if you guys have seen, but uh, <laughs> well, first of all, if you've seen that we covered her uh, interesting new romance, which I guess Lots is of thoughts like thoughts on pause. Yeah, that was an interesting comment section.
0: <laughs> but most of you guys loved it and loved seeing bows. And they were like, what is this crossover? Like, this is kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize we I like I knew we would have some crossover, yeah. but I also forget with situations like that, because I have known Bose for a while that she's I big forget the other Internet. people don't know that both of those. One that people don't know that I know her and then two that um she has like a million followers. <laughs> I guess, it like, technically it's on, I put the update in the video, but I actually didn't really see any comments about it. I was a little offended because I thought it was fucking hilarious. But I, I put the Spongebob time card in, and it's like, two days later. I have to be like, honest, I haven't seen it yet. Well great <laughs> sometimes i'm just so
0: done with editing that i'm like you know lily you, i just i'm praying that you slate it and whatever
1: i didn't talk it's only five seconds it's just the time card saying two days later and then it cuts to a dun 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 to the tmz article saying that ariana wants to give him space while he figures out his situation with his wife and then um, that immediately coming. cuts to spongebob sobbing
2: two days later <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that's funny. No, I I couldn't imagine that they wouldn't work out. You know, I mean, I did imagine it would last a little longer than a week. The reason why we even bring it up is because Lily, Lily saw the uh, never ending memes on the internet. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say,
1: Lily saw, Lily was harassed by people sending it to her. Like it was worse than the Island Boys, but you guys, If you have not seen, there are these side-by-side photos of Frankie Grande, Ariana Grande's brother. It's a side-by-side of him next to uh, Ethan Slater, and you guys, they're twins. It's hard
0: to believe that Ariana Grande and Frankie Grande are related, but it's not hard to believe that Ethan Slater and Frankie Grande are related.
1: (sighs) You know what I mean? I would would absolutely believe that too. (laughs) God, Frankie Grande, he follows me on Twitter. I don't know why, Oh, because he came on Beauty Break once. He came on Beauty Break? You've met, do we know them? You've met Frankie Grande? Yeah. You're talking about him like
0: you have not met him. Was he not nice?
1: Well, he barely interacted with me. Oh my God, was he just talking to Jocelyn? Yeah, no, literally it was like Ariana, like one side of the face. It was just me on the other side being like, oh, hi, (laughs) hi. I talk about it in a video on my channel where it's like best and worst celebrity encounters. And he was one of the worst, along with JoJo (laughs) he What? Why was JoJo Seawall bad? Because she was 13! Well, that, she was just being a teenager, but it wasn't like that. Exactly. But I, it was that like the whole premise of like, that I brought up during the Colleen thing is that like we didn't want her to come on as right. a guest because she was so young, and then we got forced to, and then guess what? It ended up playing out exactly how I anticipated it would.
0: Do you think that Frankie Grande, when he came on, was actually ignoring you? Or was like, it a thing like he just got caught up? Like, do you feel like it was intentional?
1: I mean, I don't think he has a personal vendetta against me. I don't know. Did he see you and say like, I don't like this bitch or something? I don't know. No, I think he had just, he had met Jocelyn in the past. And then Uh-oh. it was just like, he wasn't really listening to anything we said. It was just like words coming out of his mouth. Like he was just a mile a minute. And Jocelyn could keep up with that. And she interviews people. And it was also for a press, like anytime we had guests that, weren't our friends it was because um there was some kind of press opportunity that they were like promoting right appearance so he had a nickelodeon show that he was promoting which none of our audience was watching nickelodeon shows so again stupid didn't make sense he had a nickelodeon show henry danger I don't know <laughs> if he was like the main person. I think he was oh just Oh my god. On it.
0: Well that's kinda sad. It gives me like those vibes when there's like three people walking on the sidewalk, but there's not enough space and one's gotta take the back side. Literally
1: there's like people have cut out clips of it being like, No, <laughs> it's like me talking and he just like ignores me and I'm just like, Okay, <laughs> okay. Should I have taken off my mascara? Or are we just do okay, it If you're top? getting your just own, then we're gonna share this one. Great. Okay. Okay, so no. once you get it, oh <laughs> you're just gonna
2: add it
1: to it, it ended and he left and I was like what Is it just me or was he kind of like like he ignored everything I said the entire time he was there and Jolson's like No, I'm pretty sure that happened and then we like upload the video because it had to go up and uh, then I look at the comments
2: Let's just say I wasn't alone uh, in feeling awkward about it This vid should be titled 11 minutes of Lily being ignored and hated on. Can't stand this guy He is so rude with Lily. All the comments are about Lily being ignored and it's breaking my heart How dare someone ignore Lily like that? Why do I feel like this guy was rushing to get out of the room and in being rude to Lily like WTF dude? I feel bad for Lily, because she's getting ignored, it was uncomfortable to watch those parts. Lol, god, that guy was rude, and poor Lily
3: looks so damn annoyed because she obviously was Lily being ignored, though poor Lily getting rejected around every
2: corner. The cringe is real.
1: I don't know when he followed me, I almost think it was after I did the best and worst celebrity appearances. Oh my god, but back to why we brought that up. Um, he looks exactly like Ethan Slater, and it's funny because if you just told me, have you ever realized that they look alike? I'd be like, no, they don't.
0: But these photos, I thought about Ethan Slater never before all of this. But then Frankie Grande also never really thought about. But yeah, now that I know both of them exist on this earth, they're twinsies. But I feel like it's only in like some pic. No, they have, like, the same nose structure. Well, I mean, I agree
1: that those pictures, they look the
0: same. But, like, what is the phenomenon there? Because then, you know, you have to think about, like, Phineas with Billie Eilish. Like, his fiance looks just like her. It's
1: freaky. And she's a YouTuber, um, Claudia. Oh, she's a YouTuber? Yeah. She's, like, used to be, uh, like, Megan used to do videos with her back in the day she was like that kind of lifestyle i'm getting too much
0: information like i literally because i'm trying this margarita drink for the first time am i hallucinating like i feel like there's so many things happening i'm like what transporting back to 2015 when we were all relevant oh right we did do a lot of cool things
1: literally when i see like old pictures i'm like holy shit you got to do like now i'm just like sitting in my apartment alone
0: literally like pharrell's management being like hey like pharrell wants to hang out with jesse and he's like you'd be such good friends with miley cyrus i'm like
1: bitch (laughs) Um, And speaking of that, I mean, just a little... Fun other little tangents. <laughs> I got to go, I say got to because I'm honored. It was like, I don't know how this was happening, but um, there was this, I would call it a hair salon, but it wasn't a hair salon. It was like a private house that you could go to if you were invited and they would do your hair for free just in exchange for a post. Their main thing wasn't their salon offerings. It was the brand DP Hue. So they have like products and the goal would be just to promote the products, not be like, you should come get your hair done here because you can't unless you're a celebrity or if you've done a beauty trip an episode where you got to go there and then just became friends with them. So I go back one time and I'm sitting in the chair, like right to the side of the front door. It's all like pretty open, but like the rooms are still segmented. So like someone could be getting their hair washed or something and you could hear them, but you can't necessarily see who it is. But you bet your fucking ass if I hear Miley Cyrus's voice, I'm going to recognize that. The PR guy that I was friends with, he like comes in, he goes, and I was like, She, like, walks out, and I'm, like, and then I, like, was, like, do I say something? Do I say something? No, I didn't say anything. But I just, like, stared at her, and she's, like, walking out. She's, like, talking to everyone, saying, like, bye, and just being, like, cool down to earth, and I'm just, like, I believe in some form of my
0: life, I was supposed to be Miley Cyrus's best friend. I
1: do feel I feel like most of us feel that way. Pharrell
0: told me. That was like... He (laughs) calls her like his little sister. And the second he hung out with me, he's like, dude, you and Miley together would be insane. Like, you guys would get along. You can't handle
1: your weed. Why
0: don't you just make that happen? Like, no, first of all, first of all, I resent that. That's not true. I could handle my weed. It's just... You know, a little bit goes a long way. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like <laughs> calling the police on myself. Time is going by really, 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 really slow. Oh my God, that's one of my favorite clips of all time. Another video that they called, like he was an off-duty cop and he called the cops cause he thought he was dying. Time is going by really, 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 slow. <laughs> really slow. Time
2: is going by really, 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 really slow. Uh, and I think I'm dead. <laughs> I think we're dying. How much did you guys have? Uh, I, I don't know, we made brownies. And I think we're
0: dead. Definitely been there before.
1: <laughs> Do you remember when we got high and reacted to the the fucking weird mukbangs? Okay, but we didn't
0: even tell the internet that we were high, did we? Because we were like scared yeah, we to tell- no, we didn't-
1: we did. Oh, we, we did. did. We wanted to film a video, but honestly, we didn't really have any ideas, and you guys don't seem to really care as long as we're drinking. Yeah. So then I asked you guys what we should do, and it was pretty much that you don't care as long as we're drinking. <laughs> so we're holding you true to that. Don't bitch about what we're doing right now. You said you didn't care. It's true. And, and if you weren't, weren't on Twitter when she asked, that's not our problem. Exactly. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> so, we came to the decision, if you want to call it that, we're going to react to YouTube trends. <laughs> Question mark. Oh, I so want to be high for this. Should we? Oh my god, should we? We'll be right back. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> it's embarrassing that I'm so out of breath just from climbing the stairs. <laughs> hey guys, this is happening right now. It's <laughs> all happening right guys, now. Guys, I have never in my life filmed a video high, ever. Can't say the same.
1: <laughs> but I
0: was terrified. Didn't I start crying?
1: Yeah, at one point, yes.
0: <laughs> it's like some of them I can fuck with and then some of them I can't.
3: I wasn't expecting that. Oh
2: Oh, my god. Lily, that was the worst moment of my entire life.
0: I've had this thing since I was a kid that when I get scared, I literally just start crying and process just sadness. Like, sadness just comes out. Oh my god, that was horrible. That was (laughs) the horrible. When I get scared in real life too, when I get genuinely scared, I just immediately start bawling. It's like the worst reaction to have when you're scared. Cause like when we would play like La Gaina Siega, it's like a game where you're blindfolded and you try to find your friends in the dark. I would get so scared. I would just start crying and like almost peeing myself. So yeah, I did get genuinely scared, but you know what? I used to be a vibe when I was high. I just haven't gotten high in a few years. So it might not be pretty for a little bit, but you know what, Miley, I could change for you.
1: I'm not sure she smokes anymore, so you might be in luck. You can be adult.
0: Thank the fucking Lord. Okay. Uh, that was quite the sidetrack. Oh, we didn't even mention you gave me a little tidbit of Ariana, Ethan,
1: Dalton, and, um, Lily. Lily. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Which I kept forgetting that that's her name. And then I would be reading comments and I would see the name Lily and I'd have like a panic response. Oh (laughs) my God. Yeah. Not me. Not me. Nothing was bad about her anyway. But yeah, apparently the four of them would go on double dates before they decided to i would say swap partners but they didn't swap it yeah was they just... didn't
0: swap they didn't pull shania twain do you know that story no shania twain's best friend and her husband got together and then shania twain ended up with the best friend's husband
1: i think that's kind of hilarious like when it it's like a mutual like it's literally a swap but how do you get to the point of (laughs) discovering that you want
0: to swap no they both got cheated on so like they ran into each other's arms basically like bonding over the fact that they both got cheated on by these people and then they eventually fell in love and ended up together
1: speaking of i am sad i just saw it because i don't know if it'll be easy to look up what's going on but someone just tweeted me that there's an okay baby like update i know it oh what does it do (laughs) we don't need to look up anything Mama's got it all oh. up in here. <laughs> Perfect, another topic for you guys.
0: God, if you can't tell, this episode is gonna be a fucking mess. We're just <laughs> this like this
1: episode's really off the cuff. We're just jiving. <laughs> I'm just getting tipsy and
0: seeing what happens. Okay, so it is crazy because if we remember what we talked about in our Okay Baby, I, was say, okay, I don't really I have to remember re-
1: where we left off.
0: I've got to recap you and everyone. Give else.
1: me a refresher. Yeah,
0: Kira and Oscar were the faces of Okay Baby. They were family vloggers. They were teen parents, which is what made their platform, that's what basically made them big on YouTube. They were together for a while. They have four children together, okay? And they had a very successful like family vlogging channel and they were engaged and then all of a sudden they were not and they broke up and that's what we covered because what we had found out at the time was that they had a nanny and then later that person became Kira's best friend Hannah who then did a podcast with Kira called Beneath the Sheets and they were very close and Hannah had a husband named Preston so they were all involved in that way right? Well when Oscar and Kira broke up about like it felt like a month later like it was like no time at all we find out that Kira's with Preston and we're like what the fuck and it was just like speculation at first because they were a little sloppy with it if I'm being honest. They were in Las Vegas posting on Bumble for threesomes. Like they were literally yeah, like yeah. with pictures of themselves posting for threesomes. I'm like, girl, you're big on the internet. People are gonna figure this out. So they did and it got out. And everyone knew they were dating. Well, now they're engaged and she talks very openly about wanting to have his children, even though she's been super public about not being able to have more kids because she, she's had C-sections. You cannot, like having more than two C-sections is very risky. She's had four. You are really not supposed to do that. Like it's very dangerous. So she talks about the possibility of a surrogate and all that stuff, but like she wants to have his babies. She's super open about it. They posted this whole engagement thing, just kissing. And she's talking about how she's finally happy. And everyone's just like, Holy fuck, like imagine flexing, I I get it, listen. No, I don't get it. I'm sorry, if if I was like Oscar, I would be like, are you, if I was Hannah, I would be like, are you fucking kidding me? We were best friends. You know how much penis there is in the world? You had to go for that one. Really? The thing that would get to me if I were Oscar or Hannah in that situation, because look at Oscar and Hannah, they didn't get together. Like, Kira likes to paint it all as like, Preston and I consoled each other through a very difficult time. Kind of like the Shania Twain thing, but Uh, like-
1: Exactly, that's honestly, that's why it reminds me But Shania
0: Twain did it after she got cheated on. So it's like, okay, slay. Like, that's way different. Like the energy would just be different. You would bond over being so betrayed, but like-
1: Yeah, they were just consoling each other over breaking up, right?
0: Yeah. And like, they swear they didn't break up with their significant other for each other, but they ended up together very quickly. Justin was not Hannah's boyfriend. They were married, legally. They were married, and then Kira was engaged to Oscar. So this wasn't some little thing, boyfriend, girlfriend, going with someone. They were best friends. She had taken care of their children. They had all hung out. They did a podcast episode together where they all talked about sex and stuff. If I were Oscar or Hannah, I would literally just be like, how long were you, like, wanting to do that with him? Like, how long were you wanting to leave? And, like, I don't know. Like, it would just leave me with so many thoughts.
1: And not to mention it's all kind of weird because isn't the whole reason the breakup went viral in the first place is because that video was so awkward because she kept insinuating that he cheated well she didn't insinuate that he cheated but um he
0: kind of insinuated that she cheated oh, and she did <laughs> make some comments of like that made it seem like he wasn't perfect and like this and that which nobody was saying he was perfect but it, we were saying this was all fucked up no but he said something like well you didn't like not cheat like kind of like that like he's like or something that the circumstances were very like suspicious and she's like we're cutting that out and then they did it <laughs> But that is the big update, is that she is engaged to Preston, openly talking about having his children, and it's, a yeah, people have feelings.
1: Uh, this next topic, I don't know anything about, and I told Jesse before we started filming that you could have a gun to my head and I would not be able to pick this person out of the lineup. Dude, okay, who
0: doesn't know Acacia? I know the name. Acacia Brindley was the Tumblr-it girl of, like, Wait, she's a different
1: last name now, though. Oh yeah, Isn't she it does. Like cursy? It's kersey now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that doesn't make it any less confusing for me, but um, I like recognize the name Acacia. Obviously it's not the most common name. I have heard about Acacia Brindley
0: on the internet for so fucking long. She used to be the Tumblr it girl. People would like look at pictures of her, like, you know, that hair all the way to the side. I don't know how to explain it, but like people would use her pictures all the time on the internet and she got big just for being the Tumblr girl. So she just kind of continued that route, she grew up, right? So she was a kid on the internet. She did like capitalize on that. Like she made a YouTube channel and she got pretty big on the internet, but she was always hated on the internet. Like that was a sentiment I've seen for so long. Like people just don't like her, which is interesting because- Well, it's weird that she would get popular if everyone- No, well, she got popular basically because she was like a pretty little like scene girl teenager that people wanted to look like. Like when back in the day, people would look up Tumblr things to like copy their makeup and shit.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, like I that's guess what I, she got I never fell of. down the Tumblr hole. That was- Same. I think I was like, I don't know if I was like generationally <laughs> off or if I just like, that wasn't a thing for me I but didn't um, do it.
0: yeah I didn't like it either but she was just one of those people that a lot of people recognize from that yeah. period of time and then she capitalized off of that and did a lot of things on social media but from what I could see uh, like the overall sentiment over the years because I've heard her name throughout the years is like she's cringy she's annoying she's this she's that like that was this I'm not saying that's what I think that's what most of the people were saying about her no
1: yeah no I'm I mean that's like again I wouldn't have been able to pick her out of a lineup but I have heard the name and it's never been associated with good things. <laughs> Right, and then she
0: grew up and she became a wife and a mother and she had her first daughter and she became kind of like a family vlogger. And I would hear about her from time to time because anybody that has a family vlogging channel, like you're gonna hear about some shit that they did that people didn't like. So there was like little things throughout the years and then it really wasn't until she had her daughter Rosie that I started hearing a lot of chatter about it because her daughter Rosie has special needs. I'm not sure the exact condition she has, but it's like some sort of bone developmental thing or like something is underdeveloped in her bone structure or she she has a syndrome that I cannot think of the name and I probably should have looked that up first. And the reason why that's uh, relevant is because that's the issue a lot of people had was there was a lot of video proof because she filmed so much of what some people classified as neglect. So she couldn't sit up I'm not sure if she can now, but she couldn't sit up. And there was a lot of instances of her leaving her on the floor for a prolonged period of time. One time she was on stream and I guess the dog like stepped on the baby. People also really just started to look into it and notice that like she didn't cut her daughter's nails but she would cut the other daughter's nails. She would never do her hair but she would do her other daughter's hair, her typical daughter's hair. So there was like certain things where people were like, are you neglecting your special needs daughter? Basically. She has like completely said that's not true. People are misconstruing things
1: to which I say, welcome to putting your family on the internet girl. (laughs) Like that's I was gonna say I'm like well first of all obviously she should not be doing that and that's fucking terrible but if you were doing it why would you be showing it I don't know I feel like when you get lost in the family vlogger sauce
0: you just start sharing everything without really realizing what the fuck you're doing you know like it's just like second nature to just show every single thing you're doing and you're not realizing how much of it is low-key a little bit fucked up
1: that's almost more alarming if she like didn't realize she was doing it. Like if it wasn't intentional and she just like didn't notice that it was bad. I'm kind of conflicted on it because I
0: don't know the extent of the daughter's special needs. I don't know if her laying on the floor is part of it. There's no evidence that she's hitting her children or doing something like I couldn't really go People are there. very much
1: making a narrative out of it.
0: They were like and I don't know if it's true or it's not true before anyone like attacks me. I don't fucking know. The thing is that as a special needs mom myself I know it's not always super cut and dry and you don't really understand someone's situation and it's probably a million times harder to live in their shoes than you could ever understand so like i'm not quick to judge a mom of a special needs child Um, however there has been many things like that where people have said i'm questioning her parenting and again i have to say to that i'm not saying it's right but that's kind of what you get when you put your family out on the internet like that which is just don't do it. You know what I mean? But I was like,
1: I mean, I think you get that if you barely put your family on the internet. So I can't even imagine if you were like actually broadcasting your daily life. So that brings us to present day where we're going to react
0: to this situation that everyone has been talking about, which is there was a video that came out and it wasn't of someone who knew that the person they were filming was Acacia Brindley. It just was a video of Acacia Brindley that people later identified was her. And it was a parent that was filming this person because they were like, how do Parents do this. They were basically saying like, what have Gen Z parents come to? And it was a video of Acacia with her kids in the park. So this is a context that was attached to the, I think it's called Eugene subreddit. It's like their local subreddit in her town or whatever. Someone posted this video that we're gonna watch along with a text that says, my friend was at a park playing with her kids and she sent me a snap of some kid climbing on top of a van while his mom had walked off into the woods and left her three kids alone. She felt so bad for the kids since I guess the mom just laid on a blanket the whole time taking selfies and ignoring her kids calling her to come play is this what our society is coming to i'm just appalled she said the kids looked dirty and the little boy had a full diaper with no pants on i guess when the mom left and walked off into the woods she didn't say a word to any of the kids and left her baby on the blanket which was close to the road that's when the little boy climbed on top of the van and the oldest little girl ran into the woods to get her mom after the mom ripped the little boy off the roof roughly she went straight back to being on her phone ignoring the kids has anyone else witnessed shit like this it makes me think Jen alpha is screwed. So this person didn't say I saw Ac- Acacia Kersey uh, at the bar, but this is the video of it. It's her van, it's her toddler on top of the van. What the? How did he even get up? There? I don't know, I thought that too. I'm like, what the fuck?
1: Kids are pretty, they're magicians.
0: The pictures that are shown is obviously Acacia Kersey. She is on her phone. Her kids are on a blanket with her in the park. And it's important to note that her kids are very young. I think her oldest might be like five years old or something like that. But her son might be like, the one on top of the van might be like two years old max. An important thing to note is that apparently this was very close to a road. I saw a lot of people talking about, whatever. That's basically the extent of it is that she was photographed both being on her phone. Also, it was videotaped that her kids were alone enough to be on top of a fucking van like that. I mean, listen, I know kids do shit in the blink of an eye, but at the same time- Well, yeah, especially if you walk in, leave them alone and you walk into the woods. Well, that's the thing is that I have to say like, especially at home, when I let my guard down, my kid- my toilet doesn't work right now, okay? I don't know what the fuck my son's flushed down there, okay? It does happen where you're just like, I just want to breathe for two seconds without someone tugging at me. Like, let me just, for two seconds, look on TikTok or something. Someone flushes an inanimate object and your toilet doesn't work. Okay, I get that. But you really usually, I mean, I haven't ever let my guard down in public because there isn't I gonna room say, for that. was going to say, not when you're... Out in public at the park, especially like outside with a- And there's no there's no room for it. Just because anything can happen in a split second. There was that street. You could see the road where the van is.
1: Not to mention that someone apparently then looked up that road and saw that it's like surrounded by um sex offenders.
0: I know it sounds kind of messed up, but I feel like any park would be surrounded by sex offenders. Like I feel like that's that's probably a thing.
1: I mean, honestly, I think most just locations in general at this point in right. society are surrounded by sex vendors, especially in major cities but that's just another level of like why would you leave your kid o- and what is
0: she doing in the woods well she explains it we do have to say a quick thank you to the sponsor of this episode and that is scentbird
1: we're big fans of scentbird obviously if you've watched the podcast before they're repeat sponsor and i actually just found out recently it, you guys. They don't just have like new perfumes. They have some vintage ones. And I'm talking Britney Spears Curious and Katy Perry Purr. And I keep forgetting to tell them that that's what I want them to send me because I want to just like relive my favorite scent ever. I feel like it's going to bring back a lot of memories. I feel like a scent can literally
0: transport you in two seconds.
1: Legitimately, I think it's going to unlock memories from high school, which could be good
0: or bad. <laughs> and if you guys aren't familiar with Scentbird for some reason, you must be new to this podcast. But it is a fragrance subscription service, so it allows you to try out so many new fragrances and they have designer perfumes, they have indie perfumes, unisex men, women. They have everything and you get to choose what you want in your little queue thing. Honestly, for me, it's really like unlocked a whole world because buying one bottle of perfume alone is like a hundred dollar commitment and I can almost never do that. So this more. has allowed me to try so many new things. Yeah, for sure. What did you get this week? Cause we got three perfumes.
1: I have de Perfume Grace de Monaco by Danse Etoile. Uh, de perfume <gasps> okay well i thought it was one of my better pronunciations but you know then we have moscow mule by juliet has a gun perfumes and then also glass house fragrances forever florence
0: i got oh yeah i'm gonna get tackled with these names too actually two of them are easy so i got joe love's mango thai lime i got mirrored image by murillo twins and then i got house of beau Infinitu. Infinitu, I'm not, I'm not sure. What's weird is I really like the House of Bow one, but it's very unisex. Like, I low-key may share it with my husband. If you guys wanna try Scentbird for yourself and get 55% off your first month with Scentbird, you can use our code Do we know Them and try it for yourself, because I know you're gonna love it. And if you wanna get that all done way quicker, you can just scan the QR code right here. That works too. Thank you so much to Scentbird for being a wonderful sponsor of this podcast. We love you. Cheers. Okay, so here is Acacia addressing everything. Hi,
3: everyone. Um... I'm not entirely sure where to start with this video, but I thought that I would come and talk a little bit. Um, I don't have too much time, my life is quite in the transition mode at the current state. Um, but I, there was a video that went around that someone took of me and my kiddos at the park where my youngest was climbing on top of a car. Um, and. I've been on the internet an s- extremely long time where I know that the internet loves to take stuff like that and then also play the game of telephone and add more to it, add, take stuff away, um, ignore certain parts of it, or just fabricate more and more as the story gets told. Um, things like I was, uh, I had left them completely unattended for an extended period of time, taking photos, taking selfies, playing video games. Um, People had to come retrieve me from the forest to help my son down from the car. Um, Just all of these extra fabrications that weren't true. So I'd like to just come on and just give, shed some light on what actually occurred. Um, Which was, um, which is another reason why I, um, hold on, I had mentioned on my Instagram, that I've been dealing with domestic abuse and domestic violence for several years now. Um, but since my separation, it has gotten progressively worse week by week. That week, in spe- like specifically, when the video was filmed, was probably one of the worst weeks of my life um, in terms of domestic violence. Uh that was one of the worst weeks of my life. Um, and I had been continuing to ask for help from people close to me. Um, I'm sorry, hold on. I did think that I'd cry about this. Um, I've had to talk about this situation so many times recently. Um, I had asked for help from people in my life over and over. Um, and nobody Back. Um, nobody was helping. I was doing it all alone, and I had said that so many times that I was in an unsafe environment, and nobody was listening. Um, so in that video, I had stepped away, had a, a, a little cry at the edge of the tree line where I could see all three of my children, and then I noticed Callie started going for the car, and that's when I started walking back. During that, that is when my daughter also. So that's that's part one. Uh, initial
1: thoughts before we move on to part two? That she needed to stop the video to make herself cry. Oh my God, really? That's your thoughts? Yeah. That, she, I mean, then she wasn't even crying. And also that she like goes to say what happened, but then she has to preface, I mean, I guess you would have to preface it with that, but it just, it took a very long time to even get to, explaining what Say happened it. well yeah.
0: a lot of people have been pointing out and you know a lot of people predicted that this was kind of what she was going to do because she does seem to have this pattern of when addressing things that are publicly like going wrong instead of leading with this is what actually happened she
1: leads with the reason yeah. she should get sympathy for what happened
0: and it's not that she's not fucking going through it uh you know I, and the person she's talking about is Jerris, i think is how you pronounce it her ex-husband who she has these three children with and always fucking got a weird vibe from him but like yeah i guess that's who she's dealing with this abuse from and having a bad week fucking sucks and being a mom is fucking hard especially when you don't have help like it really it takes a village it really does like it really does and i feel for her saying she needed help And she couldn't get it. And so she probably just had to go to the park to be like, these kids need to fucking get their energy out. I'm miserable. I understand what she's saying. I just think that it's not that she couldn't explain it. I just think there was a way to do it to take a little bit more like, because the thing is we did, there is a video. What is very compelling to me is that the video wasn't taken by someone who doesn't like Acacia it was by someone yeah. who saw a prolonged like a
1: stranger recognized it as being weird yeah
0: and, and, and people are judgy and annoying and whatever but it was likely another mom there at the park with her kids who saw a situation yeah. that made them feel uncomfortable and feel like I mean they describe these kids as dirty you know what I mean like I, I don't know what that means my son's like covered in mud all yeah. the time but like it was enough I guess to concern a stranger and that is a little bit telling to me it's not that I think she's lying at all about her abuse or anything I just don't see it as entirely like it is relevant because it may explain what happened but we gotta talk more about like it sunk you to that place where i that's did not okay anyway. yeah like we can't yeah. talk about it as like the narrative people want to push it's not a narrative like we there's people who saw it you know for your kid to get on top of a fucking car by a road like thank god he got on top of the car and not in the middle of the road in front of a car you know what i mean okay so let's watch part two there's three parts i don't know if we're gonna watch all, it's a lot of the same thing kind of but i think that's literally like the extent of her explaining the park thing but i could be wrong let's see
3: I can't remember where the video stopped, but, um, again, I... The tears that weren't there she just wiped away? ...could not hold it together in that moment anymore. I knew that I needed to step away because I have cried in front of my children so often recently that, like, I've started to, like, pull back from doing that. Um, and so I step away because I could not hold it together anymore, and I was not going to cry in front of the whole park nor in front of my kids, so I stepped to the tree line where I knew that I could have a second, but also keep an eye on everybody. Once I saw Callie was on the car, I started walking back. Brinley also noticed and came to me at the same exact time I was already on my way. Um, I removed Callie from the car immediately and sat back down on the blanket. Like, even that,
1: like, so I started walking back. No, you fucking run back to get your kid off the car. Like. This whole thing is, like, I didn't want my kids to see me cry in front of them but you wanted to leave them alone to potentially run into the street? Like, again,
0: it's hard for me because I guess because I have that experience as a mom, I'm like, I know girl, I know you were probably like fucking at your wits end. You couldn't anymore. And the fact that she doesn't have help, I can't even imagine because I'm lucky to have help. So I'm not even gonna like speak on her needing a moment. But I also just find it a little bit conflicting because of her saying like, I had my eyes on anyone. The kid's like two years old. It probably took them a minute to get up on the car. It would take me a minute to get up on a car. And it's also kind of telling to me that she's like, you know, I was meeting basically her oldest daughter was like coming to her to be like, mom, like he's on the car and she like met her halfway. So I'm like, well, your daughter obviously felt the need to be like, I need to go get mom, like something's happening. So she didn't know you were right there and you probably weren't right there. Like if you were at the tree line, but to me, I just, girl, if you need a moment Take your kids home, sit them in front of a TV with fucking trash food, nobody's judging, and go sit in the bathroom and fucking cry. Like I get it, but this is not the place to have your moment just because this world is terrifying and your kids, something really bad could have happened because I guarantee you the couple of minutes it took your son to get on top of that roof, somebody could have taken him. Like. If you Easily. didn't see him getting up there and you only like noticed once he was on the car, that was enough time. So it isn't about like mother shaming her, or, like being like, you fucking suck. as a parent. It's just about like, this was dangerous. And like, it's a little bit
1: concerning that you're kind of writing it off. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, she should be perfect and never make a mistake and be just a uh, number one mom at all times. But if you have this moment where you're like it was just a moment of weakness that I like really needed to have a moment by myself and I shouldn't have walked away. Like a li- like the fact that she doesn't recognize that and she's still trying to minimize it is like no I could see them but that doesn't really matter because they were on top of a car. If this
0: was me And I had a moment like this where I fucked up. Like, this is actually just a fuck up That's the thing. It's like,
1: it's not attacking the moment as much as her explanation for it. Well, and
0: if I had a moment like this and I felt like looking back, that's embarrassing. And I cannot believe that even if I was having the worst day of my life, it's okay to look back at that and say like, ooh. I that was not right so it doesn't matter like I feel for you and what you went through but this isn't a moment to be like I was at the tree line. I could see them it's more of a moment to be like shit has gotten really bad and I let down my guard and I completely made a mistake. And it's not about apologizing either to the public because you don't need to apologize to us. It's more about like it's concerning that you don't see it as a parent. that exactly. this is as bad yes. as it was because it could have been worse. I guess
1: that's what and people like, are so mad that about. you're writing off everyone's concern as being like a game of telephone. Yeah. And it's like, no, they were concerned because your kid was crawling on top of a fucking van. Yeah.
3: Was not being watched. I was not. Like gallivanting around a forest, taking selfies or anything like that. Um, Doesn't matter why you were there. It was just, it was just a really hard week, and I was doing everything that I could without the help that I so desperately was asking for. Um, but since that video, that video I think is like four weeks old. I mean, it just got posted, but. Since that video, I knew that I could not rely on the people close to me anymore. Um, And so I have been working with, hold on, let me just, that video, sorry, my brain is not working. Since that video, which is about four weeks old, I knew I could no longer rely on the people close to me. And so I have reached out for help through other avenues. I am working closely with a social worker who has, um, I do not want to be crying on the internet. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, the social worker, the DHS worker, Department of Human Services, if you don't know what DHS is, it's basically like CBS, but, um, I've been working very closely with her to, um, get help. um, And she has been the most supportive person of my life recently and has changed my life.
0: And listen, it's not that I want to cut her story off. It's just that this part and the next part are all talking about the help she's getting for her abuse and stuff, but she, that's it. That's like her extent of talking about the park. There was a lot of people that answered in the comments that they support her and a lot of mothers who were just like, dude, it really does take a fucking village. Like we get getting to your breaking point. To me, I am half and half. Um, I understand that and my heart is with her for
1: going through what she's going through. But it's that she's not acknowledging that it was a breaking point. She's just minimizing it like it was fine. That, well, she's not minimizing it like it's... Uh, I kind of is kind of saying it's fine.
0: For me, I just feel like I would have liked to see a little bit more acknowledgement of I cannot allow Any- myself to get to this point again Because my children will not suffer for what I'm going through. And it's hard as a mom. You go through shit. You're a human being. You're not a fucking rock that's like whatever but people expect you to be. And that's not like where my brain is right now but it's definitely feeling a little bit like it's needing more from her I guess. Like I just feel like oh I would have liked a little bit more Acacia like a little bit more accountability there.
1: I just feel like anyone watching if she was still honest and I'm not saying that none of this is true. Right right right. But it's that she's saying it like okay well I was at my breaking point. But then And she kind of was like, but also like I could see them like I was walking back anyway, like I was doing this and it's like, well, and
0: again, you know, the people who have been following along with her for a long time and seeing her in cancellation after cancellation and how she addresses it. They describe it as like this sandwich of like something she's going through bad, really quickly mentioning the thing that she did wrong. Another sandwich was something that she went through that's bad. And it's an interesting pattern that she kind of brings out whenever she's in trouble from the things that people have said. her actions are always kind of just belittled by like, I'm going through this. So you guys, like if you come for me further, that's fucking foul.
1: You know what I mean? And I get it. and it might be i I don't doubt that she's going through this, but it seems like that's her go-to like tactic to get people to like lay off because yeah. she like doesn't know how else to make it stop. I don't
0: I guess. honestly, I would have been totally understanding because at the end of the day, we all make mistakes and like, thank God your kids are fine. And I would have been fine with like, you learn from it for sure. I just didn't get that feeling watching this. I'm like, did you learn from it?
1: 100%, that is what is missing. It's like, I think everyone would have felt for you more probably and not doubted it if you had taken accountability. But it's the fact that you don't take accountability. And again, the fact that she literally does not ever even say that it was wrong is very concerning. Yeah, no, 100%. That's what like, when I first saw it, I
0: wanted to like, First of all, I wanted to know why she did it. And I was just like, what are the circumstances where your kid would end up on top of the car? That was not what I expected. And then the way it was delivered was definitely not what I expected. I'm interested to see what a lot of you guys think, especially the parents that we have that watch us. Because I feel like I understand as a parent, again, going through that hard shit and feeling fucking broken and feeling like you cannot for another second. But what do you think about this? Because even me, I'm like, hmm. I don't know. And I don't want to, like, I can't say that as like, I would never do this. I don't want my like sympathy of like being a parent and how hard it is to like be misconstrued
1: for like, I leave my kids alone in parks. Like I absolutely would never. That's the thing. It's like, there's a spectrum of like, I am at my wits end and I lost my patience and snapped at my kid for something. As opposed to, I let my kid climb on top of a car and then I walked casually back to go get him. I know she's gone into some
0: trouble over the years. I just, I haven't really kept up with it.
1: I almost think that kind of maybe helps the situation though to like not give me a ton of context to be like she's this horrible person because like no this is like i get this is something's weird going on here well something else that's weird (laughs)
0: that's going on is our final topic um yeah this
1: was i didn't know if i wanted to cover this i got tweets from a few people that covered book talk book talk book talk and i was like i see the word book and my brain is like nope not for me honestly same
0: and this is coming from the academic reader champion okay no i was second place because margaret alonso was a freaking what? nerd and she beat me every what fucking that time. title well basically we <laughs> we had this uh, academic reader like you would take these tests so in florida like i don't know if it's just a miami thing but you would read these books and you would take a test on the books and then the person who got like the highest points was like the highest point person academic reader of the school whatever i don't fucking know margaret alonso that bitch could read oh my god i swear i was like just trying i was always second always second she was just she was too much like girl get a life was
1: like reading comprehension like it was like questions about what yeah
0: questions about what you read so i would read like two books a day I would try and i would read big thick books but you
1: have the memory of a goldfish you know like i'm surprised you would be good at that that is now i have
0: devolved as a human being significantly since i was in elementary school i was a reader i was thriving now i am anxious and sad and tired and literally i cannot read a book to save my life my attention span thank you tiktok has literally gone down the shitter i cannot pay attention to anything
1: reading is never i I feel like it's probably the undiagnosed ADHD um, my entire life of why I never liked reading, but that it's like, it's not enough to keep my attention. Well, that's like, me now. Same with you just said yeah. too. I'll read it and I'm like, okay, but like, I would have rather seen a visual as well. While Do you I like read. to listen to books? No, that's even worse. I need like visual stimulation other like, so at least there's words to look at when you're reading. So if someone has to put nothing.
0: on like an engaging musical of a book for you to pay attention to it.
1: It needs to be a movie. So that's why I didn't dive into Book Talk more. But as I mentioned, I edit Angela goals and apparently she's quite the reader and she was very invested in the story um, because she's been in the book talk world for a while.
0: Yeah, she was talking, I saw her video on this and she was talking about these books. I'm like, girly, how many books you read? She was talking about all these genres and subgenres, and I was like, I have been out of the loop for a hot minute. I used to just read like Judy B. Jones. Right, like, I'm like, I, I knew literally... she
1: mentioned like Colleen Hoover at one point. And I was like, okay, I know that name because that's like gotten super popular. I've heard but of it. Yeah. Apparently yeah, yeah. book talk, was mostly, it was like book YouTube. That's where I got confused. It was like, people now call it book talk because it's on TikTok, but I guess it used to just be like a YouTube community of people that were very passionate about books. Apparently, it's like, this was so like, just new territory for me. I was like, really? Apparently, <laughs> one of the tropes that's really popular in the book community is to have like hot hockey players, which I <laughs> feel like that's such a random sport to have, like. I
0: thought she was kidding. Like, and not to king shame your hockey fantasies, girlies. But when I heard that, I'm like, you're joking. Like, it's a thing to fantasize about hockey. Like, I don't even think about hockey players. I think I've thought about hockey players as a whole twice in my entire life.
1: Oh my God. Can I tell you that when I was fun and used to go out, I. <laughs> I'm like, what year was this? I worked at Clever, I think. I have a friend that lives in Vegas and she came out to LA for the weekend to visit. So a bunch of us went out and she works in like the club scene in Vegas. Because of that, the reason she came out was they were doing some event and she basically texts all of us. She's like, hey, my company's doing a thing here. Do you guys all want to come? I have a table. And we're like, absolutely, free alcohol, sure. So we go and it's apparently the same night as the Stanley Cup. That's hockey, right? (laughs) Yeah, and um, the LA Kings had just won, and you know when you're sitting in a club like at a table, and there it's like if the table is like in the more middle of the club, there's like then tables next to you. So if you're sitting up on like the back part of it you're back-to-back with someone at the other table. I vaguely know what
0: you speak of, but I'm usually just shaking my ass in a corner the few times I have been in a
1: club. (laughs) And the only reason it's relevant is because I was sitting there and there was someone behind me and he kept kind of like nudging and like it became like an ongoing joke throughout the night because we were all like in each other's space. Come to find, very soon after we turned around and looked, that it was the LA Kings celebrating their Stanley Cup win. And we have pictures with a bunch of them and I can pull them up now. Literally, most of them didn't have teeth because hockey a very violent sport that your teeth get knocked out and they don't get it fixed during the season because it's pointless because it'll probably happen again. So it's very ironic to me that it's like the romance trope because it's all these like toothless men. Posh
0: Mama has entered the chat. <laughs> of all the things I thought you were going to say, that wasn't one of them. I know. It was, so, I have some interesting tidbits that. once in
1: a while. <laughs> Bringing us back to why we're talking about all this is apparently hockey guys are like a trope in the book world. And you know book people can be very horny. <laughs> <laughs> this is another funny part is that angelica refers
0: to it as smut smut isn't that like what the candle like oh no that's smut but i'm like isn't that the black stuff the candle leaks that's soot <laughs> oh so oh yeah 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 yeah. dude my mom owns a candle <gasps> company You would think i would know that anyway uh yeah like book people get horny over like sexual content like 50
1: shades of gray hello that was huge very good point so it's I mean, is there another word for it? I just heard her say smut, and I was like, oh my god, that sounds so, like, is that a British word? (laughs) But she says from
0: that, there's, like, erotic literature of,
1: yeah. And, like, I knew fan fiction. I was just gonna say, so it basically sounds like it's just, like, a lot of fan fiction that comes out of this. But they're, like, actual books, right? Like, well, it starts as actual books, but then what happens is that, but here's the thing I don't really, I get, so, basically, these hockey players that are real people are getting pulled into these situations, so I think their visual like likeness is the character in the book but it doesn't represent who they are. It's like they would have a different name or something. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm understanding that correctly. So then what (laughs) happens is that people will like become obsessed with these guys because they're obsessed with the character and what they read and the smut they were involved in. But then they're attributing it to the real life person, not just the character. And they're like tagging the real life person who happens to what sparked all this is, uh, I don't remember what the guy's name is. Um, Alex Wenberg. He was the one that like things blew up because there was a girl that started making TikToks that were very um here, should I pull one up?
0: They're bad. When I was watching this, I was like, huh! Like I just could not imagine.
1: I just wouldn't say ever. this about anything. So like even if it was like I say that about person, my like... husband.
0: Like... I mean low-key, but like literally it's like to say this on the internet takes a
1: lot of um... Takes a lot of something. Yeah. So I guess specifically, it's this guy, Alex's hockey team, has been very much the subject of a lot of the book talk fandom getting obsessed with them. And they have like played into it and they'll like post thirst traps of their players on their TikTok and they'll like comment on book talk things. And it seemed like all was good and well. And then, this girl, Kira Lewis, and she has 1.1 million followers, and she's like big in the book talk community. She posts this video, and this is what really just set things ablaze. Oh, Alex
2: Winburg! Baby, I'm
0: It just wouldn't be right if I didn't bring up something completely irrelevant to this situation, which is three holes. Does that mean she wants him to stick it in her urethra? What does she mean by
1: that? Mouth. No. Oh. But I was confused by the mention of five she holes. She was
0: pointing down there. She said, I got five holes, but you could stick it in three. Mm. Do the ears count? Oh, the nose, questions. maybe. Yeah, no, I, I it felt like I... A... Not <laughs> the nose. Listen, not to King Shame. Uh, No, but I... Okay, I hate to do this, but this feels like cat calling like what women fucking despise when men do it to them. yes is it not it feels so aggressive yes and even if she's joking it feels yucky like this is what we hate as a whole we've all decided that that we don't like even if men are kidding and like oh baby why don't you smile more why don't you fucking come over here and do something like we don't like that even if you're joking it makes us feel uncomfortable Why do
1: it to someone, what the fuck is this? Well, why would you do it to someone that you also um, know is married? It's just like, this is so weird.
0: Now, what's really interesting to me, and if you wanna see Angelica's video, she kind of like deep dives into it. We're not gonna like deep dive into every element of it because there is, weirdly enough, a lot to this. But one thing that I did find interesting is that after this video, when she said like, crack my back, Angelica refers to the Krakens, the Seattle Krakens, playing into that like crack my back thing and that they were like kind of reciprocating and joking with her online about it. And I find that very interesting because if the Krakens really did play into it and then also put like slow-mo things where they were talking about book talk and like encouraging this type of behavior, that to me is an issue with the Krakens in general, where it's like, okay, you're literally like not, taking your players like safety and like no no
1: no, they're exploiting them for followers yes
0: a hundred percent now what people made the mistake of doing is taking the fact that not only did the krakens kind of like egg this on and support and even follow this girl after this eventually they unfollowed eventually yeah the wife of this man alex uh i believe her name is felicia Yes. Mm -hmm. So Felicia had played into it a bit as well and had said something along the lines of like, my husband is the panty dropper of book talk or something
1: like that. Like in an Instagram caption or something. Yeah.
0: And people took that as like, oh, she supports it, whatever. Well, it turned out that she didn't actually like it so much because she then came out and spoke against this type of behavior and explained that it made her feel extremely uncomfortable the way that people were sexualizing her husband so aggressively not just in general not just saying her husband's hot
1: that's the thing is she calls it out is like she was originally okay with it when it was just like saying her husband was hot because she's like yeah i think he's hot too then it, she said it turned to like straight up sexual harassment and that is what this is like what are you doing and then this girl didn't see a problem with what she was doing and she like found it absolutely
2: ridiculous and she's like that was an old video and then update i just found out that i was unfollowing by the Seattle Kraken all because someone who literally was just feeding into the whole book talk thing oh yeah my husband book talk love him da 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 someone who was just feeding into it now is resurfacing or now switching sides and saying oh because of this video four months ago I'm not a fan I don't like it I don't like it for one like I said again bitch sh- Everything, well, everything that comes out of my mouth is a fucking joke. I don't follow half these people. I don't damn sure don't be on them. But what also pisses me off about like, I've noticed with musicians and also like sports teams, they like to use book talk to like, get clout, get clout, get clout. And then they'll like skirt to the side of them and move on to like the next thing. And I'm not fucking rocking with that. And yeah, I'm pissed the fuck off. And I never, which is a rare thing for me, but yeah, I'm pissed the fuck, fuck off. The way all of this, I've been having a good ass fucking week, a good ass life. Then the way this shit just blindsided me, and also for me to sit here and see that post that that woman posted to me and me being an adult and literally message her and say, hey, if you got a problem with it or whatever of a video I posted four months ago, say the word. The video is fucking deleted. Any video is deleted. I haven't even spoke of that man on my fucking page since literally since the beginning of hockey or whatever. So if you got a problem with it, just let me know. Speak to me as a woman. Didn't get no fucking response, so I'm pissed the fuck off. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't think there's a statute of limitations on this. What's crazy to me, and when Angelica
0: was explaining it, was hearing that so many people were on this girl's side. And yeah, she didn't like see a problem with it. And she's like, why is everyone coming for me when I'm not number one, the only person who sexualized him and number two, the Krakens were into it. You were saying he was a panty dropper. Like, I don't
2: get it. And let me just say this, cause it's pissing me off that I'm seeing my name being dragged on people's social medias. When bitch, I don't fucking, I keep telling y'all I'm not the one. It's come to my attention that not even, I'm not even gonna say people or a whole group of fucking people. Cause the views tell the fucking opposite. It's come to my attention that a couple of fucking people aren't a fan of me saying, crack my back. For one, let's get one thing fucking straight. The original saying was break my back that, it pissed me off that these Facebook people wanna come to TikTok and wanna make us take this app seriously when the whole reason why we are on TikTok, our generation is on TikTok, is cause it's an entertainment. It's the one place where we can just have fun and not really take things or take life serious. So to see my name being dragged with all these false accusations is fucking, it's blowing my mind when doing these reactions when back in the country streets when luke bryant wife would literally repost my fucking videos about him thinking it was funny i've had other celebrities repost my reactions thinking it was funny their girlfriends hell they're even moms would sending it to them like girl she's so funny she's talking about like how hot you are so now to be in a conversation where people are the same people that was literally saying oh my husband is the book talks panty dropper my name is being dragged i don't know it's just literally pissing me the fuck off Especially when I tell y'all all the fucking time. These 30 second, 45 second videos is just for so fun. I make these videos and I feel I live my life with my friends and my family. I genuinely don't, I don't take my life seriously. And so, and to say that is like, half the people I react to, more than half of them, girl, I don't even follow them on social media. I don't keep up with their life. I genuinely don't really give a damn. And and I damn sure don't be fucking DMing them. The f- The fuck do Kiaro fucking Babbage Lewis look like? I don't DM these fucking people. So to see these accusations or to see people mad about me saying crack my fucking back, baby, it's TikTok. People are making a fucking salary doing AI. We don't take shit seriously. And unless you're a chiropractor, you really can't crack my back. Now, I'm going to go back. I just have to get this off my chest because, bitch, I can't talk to my therapist right now. But please, please, unless you know me, do not don't have me on your social media do not run don't have my mouth my name in your fucking mouth because girl i'm not the fucking one like it it literally blows my mind i'm like girl there's we're gonna leave it there we're gonna leave it there go back to facebook if y'all not like liking this book talk tiktok shit but don't try to come over here and tell us what to fucking do girl it's fucking it's jokes and these jokes happened four or five months ago i'm like this is a screenshot from a video that happened earlier this year Girl, I'm not the fuck I keep yeah, we're going to stop it there. First
0: of all, I don't give a fuck if the wife told you one day like totally fine and the next day i was like actually this is really you can retract we don't know a hundred percent and people normally understand that but aren't really applying it to this type of situation where it's like first of all we don't know if she kind of gave into it and like played along with it because she just felt that like pressure from the internet to be like cool and not kind of like such a hard ass and like i don't want to be seen as like jealous or this and that or the other i don't want to get my husband into like any sort of like trouble either so i'm just gonna
1: go with it i wonder if she was maybe even getting some hate before that of being the one of, like, everyone's beloved book talk, panty dropper, whatever. But she almost did it as a way to kind of, like, pacify everyone. To be like, no, I'm in on the joke, kind of. Like, that could have even been a situation. Honestly, I could think of a thousand reasons why she
0: would try to play into it. And it makes perfect sense to me. But it also makes perfect sense to me that she can decide that it's maybe not cool for you to say, like, you want her fucking husband to, like, stuff you like a sausage. Like, it's not appropriate. It really just
1: isn't. And, like, to do it for this, like, one minute, like, uh, poor excuse for, like... It's like she's trying to be a stand-up comedian. Like, it's just not even funny. Yeah,
0: and in her explanation of it, too, it's her just being like, i just like don't really like i don't even take my own life seriously like i'm always just joking and i'm like Like, well that's fine jokes can hurt people girl none of that is relevant to me to anyone that is like well you know he's famous like he should know that people are gonna think he's hot and he's this that or the other cool she has a million followers on tiktok you can't just be running rampant saying crazy shit like this and i honestly think and angelica brought this up and i was like dude so true like this type of like fetish Fetishizing, I guess it would be considered, of like things in books and characters. Which this is not a character. This is a person. Which is like it's so random. They get fixated on this, but I can't go into that. That type of thing is like what porn is to like other people, where it's like this addicting, weird need for more and like passing all these boundaries, where it's like, dude, that's not like we don't talk about people like that. What are you doing? And like certainly, you know, Angelica was saying in the, in her video, like I don't want to like sound like the people who are like, well, if the roles were reversed and this was a, ge- but like if the roles were reversed, this was <laughs> be Be the creepiest shit ever like could you imagine yeah and she's like saying it like it's all this like joke like hello like that's her punchline i
1: guess and i'm like Girl, it's not giving what I think you think it is. No. Like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like this, disturbed. like, half-assed, like, weird stand-up routine where it's just like, really cheap, vulgar like, I, it's just weird.
0: Yeah, but they, they both came out basically is the whole story. This is the Sparknotes version of it. But, like, she came out, she expressed her discomfort. He came out and said basically that he also felt uncomfortable and they have a child and he says that people were commenting on pictures of their children commenting, crack my back and shit like that and she actually the craziest fucking shit is that angelica says she went to actual games of his and would yell like crack my back into the fucking like girl hey it's warm up time let's fucking go ah! they doing it they doing
2: it 21 can you do something oh yes you can do something for me the, the pictures don't do whitburn justice work. this boy's a fucking kin dog Like heaven, they're all on their knees right now. I fucking love it.
0: That is next level. If you are in person, maybe that's why the fucking Seattle Krakens uh, unfollowed her. Because she shows up to shows saying, "crack my back and in the it's fucking like,
1: audience. Girl, that's stalker shit. Like, that's so weird. And the fact that someone's wife would tell you and that he would say he's uncomfortable with it. And then you would still try and defend it. Like, I don't understand. And not just her. A bunch of other people. A bunch of other people are just like, But that's yeah, that's like- the phenomenon of everyone else is guilty by association because they would do the same thing and they're like weirdly oh, trying yeah. to defend it to be like yes. no i think it's fine because they do think it's fine <laughs> and it's like no so true. you need to go
0: to therapy yeah i think that anybody who talks about a human being like this period i don't care if he's single i actually think it's disturbing to talk like this to a person you don't know is like sexually attracted to you like i I have been with my husband for six years and I don't think I've said half that shit. Like I'm genuinely just like, girl, this is like heavy duty. Like you may be joking,
1: but holy fuck, like you want your grandma to see this? Like, this is like I feel up. like we watched or we covered these stories, like even with some of the Lizzo stuff, that I'm like, am I just I'm like, yes, probably am a huge prude, but like, oh my god, I like can't fathom the things that are coming out of their mouth so casually. Like even the with Lizzo and the dance and or the dance captain talking about like, ooh, I had oopsie today. I just I have never even had that kind of dialogue with my friends. And I can't imagine saying that to strangers or to saying that to a platform. Like it's just like crazy.
0: I have always been like an open person sexually, relatively. But like at the same time, the only circumstance that I would feel comfortable in, like sharing any of these thoughts towards a person, is if they're like maybe in a room butt naked with me,
1: and then I could express my. Literally, I'm like, like I, talking about it with other people. I like my brain's like Mm-mm, can't compute. Like she's like, understand. let me
0: put this on TikTok for my million followers to see. I'm like oh period well that was a really good point though that you brought up that anyone like defending them probably has these weird ass thoughts themselves and like honestly we need to as a society decide this is not okay because I saw this and I was like oh my god no. not to bring in a whole other
1: like past topic but it reminds me even like when um people defended Michaela for Lashgate and we were like so you just exposed yourself as someone that does not care if people lie. What aren't you seeing here? And this is a situation where it's like you're exposing yourself as someone that thinks that this is totally fine and that's strange. Yeah, but again, this was the
0: SparkNotes version. You guys could check out Angelica's video that Lily edited um, if you want to see a little bit more in depth because there is like there's Instagram stories that people posted and a bunch of shit, but that's the SparkNotes version and if you wanted to know about book talk, but you don't actually care that much about book talk, this was the, uh, the episode for you. Anyway, <laughs> that's all we have for you guys today this was uh filmed on friday i got a little tipsy i was trying some new drinks and so forgive me if i didn't do things right okay i'm sorry
1: what is doing things right at least i again didn't drink an old one today i made sure to throw out any excess ones and i'm still alive so clearly the potential mold didn't get to me (laughs) if you guys missed it the last episode i accidentally drank a week old truly and it was one of the darkest moments of my life because she doesn't get that
0: treatment because she's lizzo is like Fucking sickening. Mm. Hello? Oh, did you just drink it old, truly? Mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna throw up. That we filmed like a week ago. I cannot. I'm gonna throw up. Are you gonna swallow it? Oh my God. I I'm didn't know it's you.
1: I didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking vomit. Oh. My god, I think I might Ooh. die. Oh my god, what if it had like mold? I it tasted like it did! Holy shit. Okay, I <laughs> we just need to keep going so I can forget that just happened.
0: Oh, that was I just see your face. I'm like, girly, what did I just say that just like made you- I was like, why that? does this
1: taste so weird? I'm like, oh fuck. Anyway. <laughs>
0: well, luckily for you guys, there's no more Island Boys updates. <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, they're sucking each other's necks now, but that's also not an official update. Oh, no, there's like more, and now that he, like, one of them is like kissing the other one's neck. Now they're more comfortable with it and they're just exploring. Well, it's so disturbing because the one that's getting the neck sucked (laughs) is like staring straight at the camera like this, like, so unhappy. I don't. <laughs> uh, she brought anyway, it up. She brought she, it up. It's well, her fault this time. Anyway, that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. What the fuck even was I, this? I don't remember. Uh,
1: but I hope you enjoyed regardless. Yes, God. And uh, thanks again to Scentbird for sponsoring this uh, chaotic oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Um, and yeah. Uh, is it? Uh, what, I don't know. Bye. It is. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>